we're not creating or contributing, we're going to find ourselves stagnating. I don't think we're going to be happy. Jurassic Unicorn, yeah, 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 Welcome to Jurassic Unicorn, June for short, a show about developing relationships with creativity. I'm Brian. And I'm Race. Let's get this conversation going. I've learned that uh, my hard drive is getting fuller as years go by. <laughs> as in like the hard drive of the mind? Yeah. Gotcha. I can't. I, I, I am well aware that I have to remove something to put something in. So what's that? I'm, I'm curious about what the removal process looks like. Is there like a garbage can? You just drag it in and <laughs> drop it. <laughs> I think there's this like executive in my brain that's doing all that work for me oh, you know good. and i'm just kind of the, the pawn in the game but you wake up and you're like who am i yeah hmm what did i lose last night during my slumber and yeah. you wake up the next day and you can't recall of course what you what you know was deleted from your memory but you don't feel like you know as much the next day that's for sure <laughs> who's, this, who's this person next to me <laughs> yeah. oh that would be the worst yeah maybe it's a I guess if I if I get you know some dementia later on in life, we'll know it started here. Yeah, <laughs> this is where it began. This is where we were able to record the first encounters of that. It's so, exciting. Yeah, going the distance, man. Yeah, it'll be fun. I guess continuing the conversation. Yes. Uh, wanted to talk this morning about the conversation. Yeah, the conversation we've been having for years. Yeah, the okay. continued conversation. I think what what was it, Race? It was what was it? Let's see, twelve, thirteen years ago that we were, I think, juniors in college. <clears throat> yeah, to two thousand ten, two thousand nine, two thousand nine. Yeah, and it's I guess that's yeah. about thirteen years ago. Yeah. It, good gracious. Yeah, it's been a while. Man, I, I felt old then. Yeah. What does it What does it mean? Now? <laughs> we we were kind of non traditional <laughs> students. Um, I think we were the only ones in there that had like that were married that had families. I I had three mm-hmm. kids, you know. I didn't have time to be screwing around in college. Everyone else was having a great time, you know, discovering stuff about themselves and everything. And I was like, I got to get my degree. I got to get my job. I've got like dependencies. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of missed the whole um, going to college and you know being able to, I guess, experience the normal college life where you're, you know, partying and mm-hmm. hanging out with friends and yeah, discovering yourself and, and your, your little social container there. We, we both kind of did. We graduated and then just got right into the family train. Yeah. I think, uh, maybe that's one of the reasons why when we met, I guess we just became Insta friends. We had a lot in common, mm-hmm. you know? And there was a little bit of a, not, not like a huge age gap. I wouldn't say we were completely non-traditional students, but I'd spent four years already pursuing a dental degree, which I decided to not do, which was financially not the, you know, a little expensive there. <laughs> you know, use up all your, all your financial aid before you even start your real degree. That was great. That's right. You, you did a whole thing before I met you. Yeah. And, and when I met you, that was my first go at college because I started Right out of high school, I went and, and jumped into the workforce and then uh, found my way uh, somehow managing a sign shop. And 
then I decided that uh, there was probably a better route to take, and, and that was college. But I was 25 when I decided to go to school, when most people go when they're, what, 17, 18? Yeah, 18, 19. Yeah. I think, though, that something that, that probably, well, that I connected with, we both really had an entrepreneurial spirit. You know, we were both trying to figure out, I guess, how to, how to make life work for us, how to take advantage of our creative talents, gifts. I think we both had a lot of just optimism and vision, you know, Mm -hmm. I I know I wasn't looking for the regular eight to five job. I was looking to to do something innovative, something new. And I found a lot of similarity in, in chatting with you and just working with you. Yeah. Yeah. The family thing was a big, big one because there was kind of that shared, uh, we had a lot of responsibility outside the school. And I think also naturally just because of, of that push, there's that, uh, when you have that level of responsibility, there's a different work ethic, you know? So that was also shared. Uh, yeah, the entrepreneurial side of it was absolutely a, a big part of it because when I left the sign shop, I still had some clients that I had worked with or worked with in the past or new clients. I was still doing basically like freelance graphic design. And in order to stay afloat, especially, gosh, I was crazy. I just basically moved up here without a, a job. <laughs> like It's not like I had anything prepared. I just had the graphic design freelance and that that sort of kept me afloat for a little bit. But then I, I needed to supplement that with some other jobs mm. as well. So at one point, I think I had like four gigs. Oh, were you, oh like four clients you're working for? No, four like different jobs. I was um, working at a rental store with uh, equipment, you know, <laughs> on the weekends. I was mowing lawns or snow removal during the week. And I was doing graphic design freelance. And then I was doing a paper route at three in the morning. <laughs> so, I didn't know you were doing a paper route. That's awesome. Yeah. So my day started like at three in the morning. and then went basically all night long and I don't think I went to bed at one. It wasn't good. I don't, I don't think that was smart. That sounds tiring. <laughs> yeah. When you wake up one day and half your body's not functioning properly, you go, hmm, maybe I should chill out a little bit. Yeah, I was, uh, I had a lot of gigs going on myself. I, I was uh, doing iStock photo. So I, yeah, was, I right. was making a lot of artwork there. I had an eBay store. I was selling Technic Legos and, you know, crushing the brick and mortar space, learning all about inventory management and customer fulfillment. It was, it was interesting. Um, let's see. I, I was working with the uh, civil engineering department, making software for traffic simulation. And then at some point I I got this gig with some guy out of making some sort of guitar training app. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't work for him very long, but at the same time I ended up with a internship with Schweitzer engineering, which was what also kind of paved the road from here gave, gave me kind of an opening for what it would yeah. look like kind of where i would go so we were yeah we were really busy i mean that, your list is much more impressive than mine no no i don't mean to be in <laughs> that was really good i i knew i knew that we we talked about that at the time but then like right now sitting here putting that all together it's like that's pretty impressive we were, that's no we were we were both i i think that's again why we gelled and this entrepreneurial spirit even though i you know i work for uh, a corporation. I, I've been standing up a group within that corporation, and it's been very ground up. It's been very entrepreneurial, and, and almost feel like I'm a business within a business. Mm-hmm. And um, I've never lost that spirit, and that's one of the things that really keeps me going. It's just that excitement. I, I think that once a 
once it's all built and stood up, I don't know how interested I'll be in all of that stuff because you know, all the fun part, all the stress is gone, but yeah. Yeah. We started throughout all this because we had a lot of this stuff in common. We, we started talking a lot, mm-hmm. you know, and we, we would, we would be hanging out late at studio or we'd come in early before studio to work on some of our entrepreneurial ideas. That's why at yeah. one point we were kind of working on some stuff together, but yeah, it was really natural for this, this, the conversation to unfold. And I think that's part of what kind of inspired this podcast was you know, we had a bit of a, a gap between college and then we, we hit our professional lives for the last decade plus a couple of years. Mm-hmm. And we wanted to, to jumpstart that conversation again, keep it going. But do you, do you remember some of the stuff we were chatting about? I remember it, it was always something that was refreshing you know, I, I think that there was a lot of stresses and challenges at that time. And, you know, when you are kind of in that hustle mentality of always trying to keep things going and keeping food on the table, you know, keeping your your bills paid and trying to do that through creative um, works and, and even just, you know, other things like mowing lawns, it's, it's like it, it becomes really kind of rough. And it, I think it became a really good way for us to keep that balance and kind of keep that perspective and keep each other going. But also the conversations got really deep. It, it was a lot of conversations about design. You know, I remember you playing with clay one day, making the the, the new age uh, controller, the next sculpting out the next controller of the future for like games. Yeah. And yeah, the conversation <laughs> it didn't didn't have any set or any like yeah set place it would happen. I mean, it would be wherever we were at. Mm-hmm. So this was a night where. I was just, we, we'd uh, wandered over to race's house. And, and if you got into race's garage, it was always a production zone. There was, you know, the, the, uh, sculpting section, the mask making prosthetic section, just materials everywhere. So race was making some amazing like face. I think you're making some sort of monster mask for an Adobe conference or something you were getting ready to go to. Oh yeah, probably. And then I just, you know, I was sitting there chatting with you and I grabbed a lump of clay and I started just, you know, making a controller because something that I've noticed about myself is I'm my, my creativity always or typically drifts towards more product design. Mm. You know, I'm thinking uh, software applications. I'm thinking like handheld, like, like uh hardware. Yeah. And that's just kind of where I go. It's a very functional kind of creativity. And, and so, yeah, I was making a, a new age console controller out of clay and we were just, just <laughs> yakking storm races over here, like carving out, you know, amazing features and crazy textures on this face. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. It, it's funny how easy it was to get into those design conversations of, of how to make things better and kind of the, the, there's a natural back and forth to it. Also, one thing that I know we've talked about quite a bit was the differences too. And like the approach, you know, um, I came from a more like creature, whimsical kind of, kind of outrageous angle. And you're, you were always so much more precise and, and controlled and thoughtful. And I remember always thinking, I need to be more, I need to be better about the analysis part of design and the research part of design every time I had a conversation with you, because your investigations went so deep, you know, and I remember I always walked away from that going man, my own work, I got to go a little bit deeper, you know? (laughs) No, thanks for saying that. And I I always, I always thought, man, if I could just kind of let go a little bit and not be so analytical and uptight and tap into a little bit more of that organic, you you say the word whimsical a lot, Yeah, yeah, but just allowing myself to discover in the moment and just be in the flow and just freely like play with, uh, 
you know, the material uh, or the color. I, I, I remember struggling quite a bit about just making mistakes. You know, that was, yeah, that yeah. was, you know, over time I've learned how to iterate. And I've learned how to actually let mistakes be informative. But I remember those early days, like looking at how you could just enter this, this relationship with the material you were, you were working with and just transform it without like hesitation and, and without like planning out all your stuff beforehand and having all these, you know, sketches yeah. and things figured out. <laughs> so yeah, that was, that was cool. We, we recognized like, um, part of the conversation was, you know, celebrating the differences that we had and sharing those insights so that we both could, could be better because of it. Yeah. And I, yeah, and that's the thing is right there at the end, it's, we were able to get better by, you know, helping each other and, and maybe asking some, some tough questions with, you know, some of the stuff that we were currently working on. You asked me some questions about, you know, the monster I was sculpting and it's like in the recesses of my mind, I'm like, I don't really know why I did that. And then it's like, <laughs> well, you should, you should maybe have a why sometimes. So it was, uh, but it's been beneficial. And I think that every time we had a conversation, there was growth that came after. Yeah, for sure. And then that there was kind of an addiction to that growth. Um, and I think that when we did kind of separate for a while and kind of go off and do our own things, there was, you know, we chat once in a while, but we kind of missed out on a, a chunk of that for a little bit. Yeah, so. big time. We we talked about everything and anything really, and and I, I agree it was kind of a a rest from just all of the nitty gritty, the grind. Mm-hmm. It, it was tough um, going to college and keeping a family going and planning for your future and trying to to like like neither of us really had the luxury of really a pause. We had to graduate and then step right into some sort of, you know, Mm -hmm. career that was going to take care of a lot of people. Um, But we would talk about entrepreneurial endeavors. We we throw together or throw around our ideas, creative um, process, design process. We we would even poke into religion every once in a while. We we talk Mm -hmm. a lot about um, finding contentment, finding satisfaction in, in whatever we ended up doing. Um, music. We talked a lot about, or what were some other of the topics? Um, yeah, music. We, we talked about, I mean, we got, we got into the details quite a bit too, you know, working with the ice, ice stock photo, uh, silhouettes of, of the hair. We, we had some great conversations about like how sometimes tracing over someone's actual hairdo looked better always than trying to manufacture that. And the question was, well, why? And we got into this really deep conversation about just clusters of hair. Like and, the physics of hair. and Yeah, and the secondaries and, and how they, they are able to pull away from the larger chunks, you know, primary, secondary, tertiary, and how they come back together and what that looks like from different angles. And then what's funny is that, you know, from a character design standpoint, that helped quite a bit. You, you go back in and you look at some of your past stuff and you go, man, <laughs> the hair's all off, you know, <laughs> and it's just one component. But I think we had a lot of really deep conversations about it. And I, I think that it was those conversations that that really kind of opened up the door for other types of insight. But yeah, uh, tool, we talked about music, like you said, um, the different genres, that was also kind of part of it too, is, you know, I, we had two different types of music we kind of were leaning towards. And then we'd be jamming out to our favorite tunes while working you notice that there was sometimes like conflict because some of them some of the stuff i was playing was kind of like you know tool and kind of crazy and, and a little a little uh, little wild and then 
I have my buy abstract. a poppy like Phoenix or a Vampire Weekend or <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I was I went through a lot of phases, but it was all kind of poppy. Kind yeah, of. yeah. So <laughs> there's times where I, I'm sitting there like dancing to it, you know. And uh, you might have thought that I was mocking the music, but I was, I was I might maybe have, getting into it. I might have asked you once or twice. <laughs> you making fun of my music? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> At the same, the same time, you probably thought it was some kind of goth overlord, like when you know, I was like, playing. I turn and I, you know, have red in my eyes or something. But well, like I said, it it was good to start to recognize like how important again the uh, the diversity is. Yeah, yeah. You know, and that's that's actually part of why we wanted to to have this conversation and to open this conversation up. Now, um, we hope that people listen to this. I mean, that's, mm-hmm. that's kind of fun part of putting out a podcast. But at the end of the day, the uh, we'll keep having the conversation regardless. And, uh, but having more, more listeners and more people contributing to the conversation, whether it's through the Reddit forums or whether it's, it's a guest we bring on, Mm -hmm. it just expands the conversation and brings more diversity. I mean, I've got an approach, you've got an approach. Uh, they're the approach, the approaches that work for us are the ones that experience has taken each of us toward. Yeah but they're certainly not the only two approaches that are available. There's so much more insight that, that all of you have that, that others have, you know, yeah. that, that benefit this conversation. Cause it's kind of a, it's, it's less of a race and brand conversation. It's more a conversation that connects us all with that creative, you know, element in our body and, and yeah, what it means to be human and things like that. And, and I think it, that's what ties to the reason maybe we were so in need of those conversations is we, we were always trying to develop this relationship with creativity and understand that relationship, you know, because it can be amazing and it can be challenging at times, but we had families, we had all these other components and we were very creative people and we couldn't necessarily like drop that and move on to something else. You know, we were kind of, we knew that we were locked into doing something creative for the rest of our lives. Like, I don't know if we could really get away from it. And those conversations were really helpful in in kind of realizing that it was okay to chase certain dreams and it was okay to go down certain rabbit holes and it was okay to also struggle and yeah. and, and struggle with that balance of of being creative and, and working on projects, but also having families and working through that. And I think that that's why the the podcast is um, our, our main mission with this whole thing is to try to still continue to understand that relationship with creativity, but also, yeah, see what other people can add to that conversation because we, we love learning about it. We love learning new strategies. We, we love learning what it could be. And we've both got this crazy tie to it. I think that creativity is the, is the way that our world sort of gets out of a rut, you know, like I, (laughs) a big wicked problem I think can be solved by people being more creative. And I have a genuine fear of with all the the technology and, and the way that people are 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 and aren't socializing, um, that we we're going to lose maybe that that relationship with creativity. Mm. And I think a lot of people already kind of have. And you get kind of into this mode of consuming. You know, you're just there to consume other people, other things, creations, and entertain me. Yeah, yeah. And and I and I think that there needs to be a better balance. So, you know, there, there's that. But that's a, that's a deeper. <laughs> you know, less fun topic maybe because it's serious. <laughs> well, a lot of our conversations would, well, one theme that, that, like I said, came out often was that relationship with creativity. It, it constantly fell out. 
another one was uh, just developing that that just satisfaction in life, that contentment. And I think you're right. I think that uh, that conversation, what you're talking about, is important. That um, that topic because it really connects with that satisfaction. If if we're not creating or contributing, um, at least at some level, we're going to find ourselves stagnating. And even though we may be presented with the most entertaining content from some of these creative, amazing minds. I don't think we're going to, we're going to be happy. We might have these, these moments of dopamine rush, you know, we're excited about some new thing. We hadn't thought about that pops up on our, on our screen, but it's going to be short lived. It's not going to be that rich, deep kind of satisfaction that, that becomes part of our, you know, part of, part of our bones, you know, part of our actual makeup. It's like, I made that thing. And there's something about creating something that sticks around. It's not just this brief, like, oh, that was funny. And you walk away from it. It's like, all of a sudden I have become something else and, and it's grown into me and it's, it's a part of me yeah. and I take it with me. And, and as I look back over my life, I, I think I've lived a rich life because uh, those things have, have made me versus I've just kind of lived a reactive life where I've, I've seen all the things that other people have made. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, that's a, uh, that's a really good point race. And, and I think that our hope is that we, we all participate in that relationship. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think every little bit helps too. You know, I think that if everyone's willing to wear the creative hat when they, when they converse with others and, and when they go about their daily routine, you know, looking for new opportunities, new ways to maybe change the way we do things, I think it's needed. You know, I, I think there, 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 there does need to be kind of that constant change. And it's not like everyone needs to, to put on their creative hats to go create something. And once we reach the destination, we can just all live in harmony and, and swim and eat grapes. You know, it's, uh, it's really more than that. It's, it's a continuation. It's like, we need to make, we, we go to a destination only to go to another one and go to another one and go to another one. But there's a certain level of fulfillment that is, is tied to that, that, you know, I know me and you have both encountered and it's, we're able to see the benefit, but we also know a lot of folks that, 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 that don't, they, they don't or won't, you know, they, they could, but they, they kind of choose to instead go this other route and then they're wondering why they're miserable. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's really like the struggle is constant. It's just a different type of struggle. Like creativity has a struggle attached to it and a stress, but it's the struggle and stress of overcoming, mm-hmm. you know, it's not the struggle and stress of stagnation. I think they're, they both kind of feel hard and tough, but one is, is getting me somewhere. Yeah. And so mixed with that struggle and stress is a progress. It's this, it's this just awareness of, yeah, of getting to some destination that's worth getting to. And there's a hope associated with it. There's an optimism, there's a vision, there's this discovery and this unfolding that's happening. There's this newness versus stagnation, which is just being stuck. And depressed and sad and hopeless and all these things. And that also, yeah, really chimes into why we wanted to pick this conversation back up, you know, is, is to talk about that and to help, you know, maybe spark some ideas of how to, how to get out of that stagnation and get creating, or if you're a creative, just uh, provide you an opportunity to share in the conversation. But uh, race, how did, how did we decide? I mean, we let, uh, I think it was about 13 years in between our last conversation. And when we decided to do a podcast, maybe it was more, more like 11 years, but 
do you remember <laughs> how we decided to just like, hey, let's jumpstart this conversation again. Hey, let's throw a podcast together. I, I think we we came back together and we started chatting again and having our, our conversations that we had back in the day. And then there was this this kind of refreshing feeling, you know. And I think also when I went back to work on on other projects, but also, you know, uh, teaching at the school and different things, it was there was kind of this different level of awareness and my approach to what I was working on started to change a little bit through those conversations. And I was kind of reminded of what got us through college <laughs> in that battle, right? Yeah. Because of all those different components and being able to talk about the relationship and kind of how to manage that, uh, that kind of came back in and we realized that, gosh, this conversation is important for us to kind of maintain and also make sometimes tough choices, you know, with the direction that we take our, our, our careers and, yeah. and our, even just our own personal projects and, and personal quests, you know? So yeah, I, I don't quite recall when, but I think there was a time where we must've said, Hey, let's do this thing. Have you ever heard of a podcast? Yeah. Right. <laughs> the, Everyone the has a podcast these days. <laughs> the podcast yeah. thing. <laughs> We will podcast this. Yeah, why the hell would we do a podcast? Uh, it, it does. It does seem like it's it's cliche in a way. Like everybody has their a podcast now. Um, so on on one side of it, it's like, well, why the hell not? Everyone's doing it anyway. <laughs> but on the other, it's like you know the idea of recording the conversations and just kind of keeping them. I wish we would have recorded some of the ones we had yeah. back in the day. I, if I could replay them, they they might help me with some of the stuff that I encountered in that middle range there, you the know, middle period. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I, uh, I think we had, so we've been having these conversations again and I think we were, we just hit our favorite, favorite, uh, burger joint, old zips, oh, yeah. little grease bucket. And uh, we were sitting out in the parking lot talking and yeah, we just decided let's, you know, let's, let's do something. We've always wanted to work together. Yeah, but our interests are just our creative journeys have taken us in other directions, which have have deeply enriched our contextual knowledge, our experiential knowledge, which mm -hmm. give us a lot more stuff to talk about. Actually, it's kind yeah. of like you said, it's kind of fun coming back around with a lot of of life experience, a lot of failures, some successes. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, we've always wanted to get together and, and figure out something to work on, and so we threw out the idea of let's 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 work on a podcast and. And that kind of was it. it, it we we uh, spent about a year kind of preparing, but it is extremely fulfilling to think like, wow, we can actually start to publish this this uh, conversation. And like you said, it's like, I don't really know what the end state was as far as what the goal was mm -hmm. as far as podcasting. But I think it was mainly just to do something that was production worthy with with a good friend and keep the conversation rolling. And and I do like the idea yeah. of this being accessible, if only just to, to you and I, you know, yeah. later in life. But and to like have these conversations, you know, they're not scripted or anything. It's not like, you know, we plan them all out and we know what we're going to say. Um, when we really get into it, we're, we're having the conversation here and now and we're discovering right here in this moment. Yeah. And we actually kind of have a rule to not rehearse because we don't, we want that aha moment or that, <laughs> you know, that creative kind of um, wormhole that we get driven down. We want those to be authentic and yes. we want, we just, we want to experience them, you know, with all of you. So yeah, absolutely. There's also this this side of it too. And one thing we've learned 
when we do anything creative or, or take any sort of journey in that direction, we, we know that there's a certain level of vulnerability that is tied to it. And there's always a reason not to do something. And there's always that imposter syndrome that's going to like weigh heavy on what you're doing. And, you know, like, who are we to do a podcast? And then what are we going to talk about creativity along with like 700 other podcasts? It's like, all right, what's new and unique about it? But there came a point where it was, it was not really about that. It was, it was kind of embracing the vulnerability and that side of it and say, you know what, we, we have gained a lot from these conversations. There's a chance five people out there might feel the same, (laughs) right? (laughs) Because there's so many creatives out there that are, that are on this journey that are continuing to battle through this and that get kind of locked in that, 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 that start to question themselves that do have imposter syndrome, you know, that that don't know where to, what to do with the next step and, or, or how long to stay at a certain job or, or on a certain project. Yeah. And that's going to, if you're a creative, if you're, if you're, you know, doing that, that's going to pop up every year, every three, every five years, you know, something more significant might come in where you're going to have to make a really significant change or, or, um, decision. And yeah, we, we knew that that helped us. Why not push it out there to everybody else? And at some point when it comes to creativity and, and doing something, you can't sit there and worry about what people might be saying or thinking. You have to just believe in what you're doing and and push it forward, you know? And that's, if we're going to sit here and say, we want everyone's creative spirit to come through and and help them in their life and allow that creativity to contribute to this overall collective conversation. Yeah. Then why would we sit back and not push it out there? You know? So part of it is us just saying, Hey, look, here's some ideas. Let's, 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 let's continue this energy. Let's continue the spirit. Let's talk about these things. Let's all learn together and see how we can really contextualize creativity so that it can support all of us. Right. In the right way. Yeah. And we've, we've, uh, so trying to think of ways that we can get, you know, you as the audience to, to participate in this and to offer your, your creative insights or maybe, maybe questions, but probably more just kind of things that you've learned along the way. We've been trying to hit the social media channels. You know, I'm, I will say like, uh, I'm learning a lot here. Um, <laughs> and one, but one channel that, that we've decided to use kind of heavily is, is Reddit. So there is a subreddit, uh, called Junecast. I'm actually, I'm not wrapping up the podcast. You said there's a little bit more. It sounds like a wrap up part, <laughs> but it's not, we got a few more minutes, but anywho, yeah, if you go find Junecast on Reddit, uh, we'll have posts for each of the episodes each of the conversations that we have here. And if, if you hear something that inspires you or you've got a piece to add to the conversation or a question, please just we really sincerely invite you to, to dive in there, um, leave some comments, contribute to, to the shared knowledge that we hope to get out there for, for people in general, for us as well. You know, we, we look forward to learning from your, your creative experiences. And so we're going to open up that channel and, and really invite uh, us all to really participate in this and, yeah, kind of, kind of breathe some life into that creativity and shake yeah. it up a oh, bit, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, help, help us along the way. And then the topic is really a relationship with creativity, and and some people might not know exactly what that means, but I have a brief story. I'll try to make this quick, but it was a, a long time ago. I was working at the sign shop, and I was working with um, a really great fellow, and he told me one time. He said, 
you know, I was, I was always impressed with the way he spoke to people and the way he would mm-hmm. communicate and the way that he would uh, prioritize conversation over maybe technical ability or even really the, the know-how behind what we're producing. And I was always kind of um, impressed by it. And, and he told me one day, he said, you know, uh, life is about relationships and relationships are, that's kind of with everything, but it's the attention that you give to something, you know, is going, you're going to build whatever that is. And every day you have like a series of relationships that you're going to connect with. And he was um, talking about people mainly and building that relationship with human beings. Right. But there was also this idea of relationships with things, you know, relationships with um, your artwork, relationships with the toys you might have or, or the house that you're building, right? The, your, your job. And basically, the more time you give to certain things, they will naturally build and develop. So if you spend most of your day, you know, with your, your spouse and your children, that those relationships are going to build in an amazing way. If you choose to, um, you know, wash your car for nine hours a day, actually, that might do some damage to the car. <laughs> but the idea is it would probably be pretty pristine, right? Probably be sure. in pretty good shape if you were, you know, really washing every little nook and cranny. And, and, and you probably spend the, the uh, other, uh, what, like uh, 13 hours of the day just like staring out the window, watching for birds to crap on your car and you're ready to yeah. scream at them and scare them away. <laughs> yeah. Just like standing on guard. Yeah. Like a ball rolls down the street and you run out there and like do a flip and kick it. Yeah. You have like umbrellas when it's raining and it's probably a better way to do that, but yeah, but that's the idea is you, is you give relation, you, you, you put time into something and then it will build the relationship with creativity. That's really what we're, our conversations were about is we have all of these things that are important to us, but creativity is also very important to us, right? How do we balance and manage those relationships and build that relationship with creativity? At the same time, you don't want to sit there and spend your entire day just in this like creative flow. Yeah. Cause then when you, when you, you do that for weeks on end and you look back and everyone's gone, you know, <laughs> the, the world kind of left you and, and you're on your journey for sure. And you probably explored some things that no one ever will, but at some point you have to come back a little bit of balance <laughs> and you have to share, you know? And so I, I think it's really trying when, when we say relationship, it's about striking that balance and being aware of the balance and, and how you can do something if you feel like you're not creating enough in your your daily routine, find pockets of time to really put yourself there and try to connect with a flow state, right? Um, if you're creating too much, you might be losing <laughs> relation, you know, you might <laughs> other not relationships. Be, yeah, the relationships start to kind yeah. of atrophy. Then wake up and, you know, try to pull people into your your life. Try to try to collaborate more. Try to, you know, I, I know that you're the same way when it, we, we use our families to, to question what we're doing. Hey, come look at this. Is this look right? Give me some, sure. give me some insight. Um, give me some feedback on this. You know, I'll have my kids look at the artwork too. Is this cool? Do you like this? You know? <laughs> so maybe, maybe, yeah. So healthy relationships with creativity. Yeah. Yeah. The healthy part is, is probably the big one there. Yeah. Cause we'll, we'll also talk about some of the, the pitfalls, things like ego and narcissism, <laughs> all those amazing yeah. aspects that, that try to derail that relationship and make it unhealthy, make it one-sided. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just how to, how to, 
how to be very connected with collaborative groups and people at the same time as, as connected with that creative element. And there's, there's a lot of creativity in our personal relationships with other people as well. And yeah, yeah I, I, I like that race. And I, I appreciate you telling that story. I love, uh, I love the idea of a relationship with creativity and the idea of relationships that, that go beyond just relationships with people. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the idea of relationships with, with, uh, these parts of us, these talents, these innate kind of needs that we have. And that's pretty, yeah. it's pretty cool. I love that story. Um, it's a very inspired individual. You know, yeah. He, he kind of yeah. like could, like, there's a lot of wisdom, you know? He, oh yeah. He wasn't focused on the book smarts. He wasn't focused on the technical ability, but he had this kind of beautiful, just philosophy. Yeah. You know? And very much owned the philosophy and, you know, believed in it and that belief transmitted <laughs> so really quickly um kind of last topic really quick here um so jurassic unicorn the name the name what the hell is a jurassic unicorn so we, the answer is we don't know um just so you know just a you know spoiler alert we have no idea but you think about this we have a we have a our our podcast is about the conversation we're going to continue this conversation uh, the mission of our podcast is talking about developing a relationship or a healthy relationship with creativity. And so naturally the name is Jurassic Unicorn. Of course. So of course. So give us some insight. <laughs> where did that where did that come from? So uh started a game studio uh a couple of years ago, a year and a half ago, I think. And um we'll we'll have other conversations about that once we we have some things that we can um, really investigate further, but uh, we had like a list of of names on there, and most of them were ridiculous, right? Um, actually, here's the thing with with naming and trying to brand yourself as anything is you always want to this. Well, at least this is what I was always told myself is is you really want to look as professional as possible, and I do believe that in it's always in context of what you're trying to sell, right? Sure. There are some cases where, yeah, maybe it makes sense. Yeah, the, in but I think that I, with our studio, we were trying to take things a little too serious, and so it there were some really playful names in there, and and I think we ended up landing on one that was was kind of in the middle. You know, it was it was still kind of fun, but it was it was had a it still had a serious tone to it, a yeah. professional tone to it, and but there was this list of things, and one of the names on there was Jurassic Unicorn. And it was part of this like section of of names that were just like ridiculous, ridiculously fun though. And and every time we we talked about them, we would laugh. But the Jurassic Unicorn one, just I couldn't like let go of because it was just so ridiculous. And then my mind kept going to this Jurassic Unicorn, you know, like what is that? And it's it's you know you try to analyze it a little bit. It's this blend of this unicorn, this fantasy creature that that does not exist, maybe, but <laughs> it does, and we just haven't found it yet. But then there's dinosaurs, which are this fantastical like creature that did exist as as far as we know on <laughs> in, in this world, because we've dug up the bones, you know, whether they have feathers or not, you know, that's <laughs> they, they, they're, they're, yeah, they oh. They've they've learned a lot of new things, you know, and I think they continue to learn new things about them, which uh, changes the way that we kind of see them. Maybe it's not to be debated. Maybe it's known. Yeah, they they did have have uh, feathers, but wonderful and horns. <laughs> yeah, it makes you wonder what what they will find, you know, twenty thirty years from now. There were these big like chubby things, and actually had a lot of fat on them, and 
they weren't as lean as and nimble as we thought. I don't know. Uh, that's probably ridiculous, but it, it's the idea of this. They're, they're still kind of fictitious in a way because it's not like we can go outside and see them. The dinosaur is still like this really fantastic creature. And I know a lot of kids when they grow up, like my daughter right now is just obsessed with dinosaurs. And um, when I was a kid, I was obsessed and, you know, Jurassic Park was like a really big deal for a lot of people, you know. Uh, but then you have the the unicorn, which is which is we haven't dug up anything, at least that not that I know of, that has a you know a horse body with a horn sticking out of it, unless someone placed it there. But it's kind of a unique combination, you know. And then it, it's it's one of those I think just kind of gets you thinking. So why why do you think it made sense for for what we were trying to do here? Well, I think what we were trying to do is that we were also kind of in that we we knew we wanted to have some fun with this podcast but also we were went through that n- list of names you know and it was a lot of them would work some of them felt a little too generic some of them were a little bit too on the nose you know what if we called it Jurassic Unicorn you know what the hell is Jurassic I don't know but it's it's awesome so this this is <laughs> this is an example of when me and race's creative differences kind of shown. And, and I heard that name and I was like terrified <laughs> because yeah. I wanted to say something really deep, really insightful again, back to kind of, I want to call the podcast what it is. Cause this conversation is so insightful and important. And, <laughs> but there was a part of me that said, Brian, let go and just go with it. And you know, that's, that's a, that's a voice I've listened to and I've learned to listen to and really trust. Um, mm-hmm. And it's that voice that says, "Hey, Brian, you're you're too much in your head, and you're trying to control this thing. Let it go. Let it let it be that." And it it was this really fun kind of thing that I struggled with, and I had all this fun tension around until I started to really, you know, we spent a long time talking about the podcast. We we designed you know, our backdrop. We uh, just over time the idea evolved, and and I started to realize like it's this real beautiful just not taking things too seriously that I wanted that to set the tone. You know, I think we both connected yeah. with that and the name, it, it's really important for, for doing that. And, you know, in, in reality, if someone probably like me a little bit, but uh, if, if they, if they came across Spotify and they said, uh, Oh, Jurassic unicorn, oh, that, that sounds like too silly of a name for me. You know, maybe it kind of self filters them out and they're probably <laughs> not prepared for the conversation <laughs> at that point. Maybe they'll, <laughs> they'll come back to it. That's right. But you know, yeah. I thought, I think it was important to kind of remove expectations. Like we're not coming here as experts. No, we have a lot of experience, um, in having some successes and failures with, with the decade of peace mm-hmm. and on creative yeah. fields, but we're coming here to collaborate. You know, we're yep. coming here to have fun. We're coming here to experience this journey. And we may, we may, uh, actually encounter some Jurassic unicorns along the way. I, I actually expect to, you know, but I have no of idea course. what that is. Right. Of course. And, and we have some in our, in our backdrop, you know, we, we've got some really wild little fun characters and, and yeah, it really is about letting go and everyone needs to let go a little bit and not take things so serious, you know? And it was, even though I'm, I'm quote unquote more whimsical, right. By, <laughs> by nature, it still was hard for me to, to like commit to it, you know, cause I was like, this is an important topic. And do we really want to sit there and, and, you know, have this ridiculous name, but then it just made more and more sense. It's like, yeah, why do people take things so seriously? And, and in, even in the creative world, it's, 
there's so much ridicule and, and so many people out there that, that really spend most of their day analyzing other people's work and having something negative to say about it. And there's this toxicity to it, you know, and it's like, man, that's, that's just, that's gotta go. We got to start with like yeah. something, something that is already beyond something that would be ridiculed. Yeah. So there we go. Yeah. So, so, but it, I think it's a tone setter yeah, and big time in, in that tone is, is what, who we are as, as people, as creatives, we are, we're trying to figure this thing out just like anybody else. We, we like this journey. We love this journey. We love, you know, our, our creative endeavors and we will continue to do that. And we don't know where we're going to be tomorrow or a year from now, but that's the beauty of it. And we need more people to, to follow along with that and embrace that and move forward with it and, and stop putting people down for, you know, going out there. And yeah. Doing something new. Yeah. Especially based on your comparison of what creative is and it's we, a lot of things. Yeah. We all, we all own it. And to say that, uh, you know, I own it more than you or that mine's right. Yours is wrong is, is really just kind of a denial statement. It's not really understanding what creativity even is. Yeah. You know, I, I was, you know, I, I tried to draw a Jurassic unicorn several times in the last year. I think I drew a half dinosaur, half unicorn, kind of like in both directions with dinosaur head, unicorn feet, <laughs> unicorn head, dinosaur feet. I, and then I started thinking like, maybe it's like a, a protozoa. I drew a single celled organism with like a unicorn horn. <laughs> I think I had like 10 or 10 or 11 renditions, but you know, it, that's good. Going a little wider, like, like the, a Jurassic unicorn. I was thinking, you know, maybe it's like, it's like a new scent. It's like old spices, next deodorant scent. It's the Jurassic unicorn <laughs> or I was thinking like, oh, you know, like the, the hound's tooth pattern in like clothing. It's like the Jurassic unicorn is coming up or, uh, or like it's like they have like the pit maneuver. You yeah. Know, like police yeah. use like the Jurassic <laughs> unicorn is like the next version. It's, it's two three sixties or something. <laughs> awesome. It represents awesomeness. It does. In it, all, in it's all its just, forms. It's just the coolest thing ever. So if you, if you have some <laughs> ideas and maybe you can help us understand what, what that is, uh, again, Reddit form. Yeah. Throw some yeah. sketches in there, some ideas and we're, we're open. Yeah. We'll keep letting it emerge. I'm sure it'll emerge in many different forms. Absolutely. We hope, we hope it does, you know, we hope it continues to <laughs> just become what it is. And it's this ridiculous, amazing, awesome, you know, idea. Yeah. And it's a conversation is what it yeah. is. And it's a conversation with all of you. And we really appreciate you chiming in, you know, listening, contributing, and all you have to, to offer. And we really, really honor uh, what you have to offer. You know, we appreciate it. So yeah, thanks for sitting with us and uh, yeah, continue the the conversation, continue the journey, continue chasing the Jurassic unicorn and, and maybe make a few of your own. And that's a literally draw a Jurassic unicorn or live your life as a Jurassic unicorn where you're making every moment awesome and appreciating the work that you do. Uh, appreciating the creative thoughts that you have and putting them out there. Cause who, who the hell cares? Right. But don't keep them bottled up inside. No. We want to hear it. Yeah. Thanks for listening. If you want to chime in on the conversation or comment about the episode, uh, you can reach us on our subreddit at Junecast. Watch out for additional content by following our Instagram at June underscore cast and subscribing to our Junecast channel on YouTube.